This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Hello, 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 my dear friends. You're listening to Chloe Dilly Seeking Talents on Plains FM. We are excited to have you here with us today. If you missed any past episodes, catch up on plainsfm.org.nz or Apple Podcast. We are here on air every Monday at 3.30pm and every Saturday at 9am. We have another exciting show today. If you want to share your talents, just call Plains FM and book your spot. Let's meet today's guest and hear about their talents. Today my guest is the book writer Catherine Chunji. She is a New Zealand novelist, short story writer and university, university lecturer. Today Catherine is with us to present her new book, Jiffy's Greatest Hits. Our conversation is via the phone. Welcome to my show, Chloe Dolly Seeking Talents, Catherine. Where does your inspiration to write children's books come from? Well, I was already um, quite well known as a writer of novels for adults. Um, I'd written about six of those when I wrote my first children's book. And um, it was really when I became a parent myself. So um, my husband and I had our daughter when we were already really, really old. (laughs) And... um, Obviously, when that happened, we started reading a whole lot of children's books, picture books, when we were reading to our daughter, Alice. And I started thinking that it would be really fun um, to try writing one myself. But also, I've had um, quite a bit to do with children's books over the years um, from translating. So I um, have translated quite a few children's books from German into English for a Wellington publisher called Gecko Press. So I already had um, a bit of an idea um, about the world of children's books through that work as well. As you know, this is a talent show. What are your other talents? (laughs) Well, one of my um, talents that I'm most proud of is that I think I'm pretty good at dressing up our cats and little costumes. (laughs) We've had um, six white cats over the years with different coloured eyes, like like Jiffy, the cat in the book. Um, So they have one gold eye and one blue eye, and some of them quite like being dressed up in costumes, or maybe it's better to say they don't mind it. Some of them do not like it at all, so I don't do it with them. But with the ones who don't mind it or who seem to enjoy it, I I think I'm a pretty good cat dresser. And um, my other talent is I make the best banana cake with chocolate icing. What do you like to share with us? What is the title of your newest book? So my newest book for children is called Jiffy's Greatest Hits. And it's all about um, one of our cats, Jiffy, who likes to sing. Can you please tell me who is Jiffy? Yes. So Jiffy is um, 
the third cat that we ever owned who was white with the different coloured eyes, one blue eye and one gold eye. And um, he is 12, nearly 13, so he's getting pretty old for a cat now. Um, But he is a fabulous singer. He's got a very, very loud voice. And the thing about Jiffy is he's deaf in real life. So he can't hear a thing, and that means he can't hear his own voice, and that means he has no idea how loud he is, and he is pretty loud. He sounds like um, a cross between a seagull and a dinosaur, is how I would describe Jiffy's voice. Everybody wants to be a cat Because a cat's the only cat Who knows where it's at Tell me everybody's picking up on that feline beat Cause everything else is obsolete Why wouldn't you? A square with a horn makes you wish you weren't born Every time he plays But with a square in the act You can set music back Through the game and days I've heard some corny birds who tried to sing Still a cat's the only cat who knows how to swing But no dick along her dick, stuff like that When everybody wants to be a cat A square with a horn makes you wish you weren't born Every time he plays, oh, a rinky-tinky-tinky With a square in the act, you can set music back To the caveman days Beneath the alleys only lie Where 
Jiffy has always been very jealous of our cat, Minty. Minty is our oldest cat. She was the first one that we got, and we called her Minty because she's white and sweet, like Minty sweet. Um, But Jiffy has always got quite jealous of Minty, and every so often he'll just get this look in his eye, and he'll decide that it's time to jump on Minty and have a bit of a fight with her. So we have to try and stop that as soon as we see him getting that that gleam in his eye. But in the book, in Jiffy's Greatest Hits, the, the, the storybook, he gets a bit jealous of um, his family when they have a baby. So the daughter of the family in the book is called Alice, like my daughter is called Alice. And when Alice comes along, Jiffy gets a bit jealous of her because he used to be the favourite and they used to give him treats. And now they have, he can't understand why Alice is suddenly the favourite because he says in one of his songs, she piddles on the sheets. He can't understand why this funny little screaming creature should be the favourite given that she piddles on the sheets. Do you believe that a song can express someone's feelings better, better than just saying words? I think it can because I think um, you don't just have the words in a song, you have the tune and the music as well and you can really put all your emotion into the way that you belt out the words for instance and the the loudness or the softness of those words and um, the way that the notes um, go up and down. So I think you can... Um, put some different colouring, I suppose, into a song um, in a different way than you can when when you're just talking the way that you and I are talking. It seems that Jiffy has other unique abilities, not just his singing skills. Could you please tell us a bit more about his adventures? Yes. So Jiffy's Greatest Hits is Jiffy's second book, but in his first book, he was a cat detective. So that first book was called Jiffy Cat Detective. And it's all about his family, the bees. Um, that's their name. And Alice is in that one too. And Mr. Bee is trying to um, get dressed to rush off to work in the morning and he can't find one of his shoes. And so Jiffy and Alice team up to try and find Dad's missing shoe. And so Jiffy gets to be a detective through that book, looking everywhere in the house and outside for this missing shoe. And we find out at the end of the book that 
Jesse has found the shoe. It's outside, up high in the branches of a cherry tree. But it's covered with white fur, which is a bit mysterious. And um, what uh, what has happened is that Jiffy is the one who took the shoe and hid it himself. And it's covered with white fur because he's been cuddling it because he loves his family so much. So he was the detective who found the shoe, but he was also <laughs> he was also the one who kind of caused the problem in the first place, which is what Jiffy does. He, he gets up to quite a bit of mischief. The book has some nice pictures. Who is the artist who created them? Uh, yes, I really love the pictures in the book too. Um, so I um, am quite good at writing stories, but I'm not very good at all at drawing pictures. And so uh, an illustrator called Astrid Matiazovich um, did the illustrations for both of my Jiffy books. And um, I gave her an idea of what I wanted on each page to go with the words. Um, for instance, there's a page where Jiffy is um, sitting on the edge of his family's toilet and he's torn a whole roll of toilet paper into little tiny bits and made a huge mess. So I told Astrid that's what I wanted on that page to go with that particular bit. Um, but, it, but it's been Astrid who's... Um, brought Jiffy to life in that way in the pictures and she's really caught um, all of that mischief that I was talking about and and the naughty look that he gets in his eye. So um, yes, I've been very lucky to be working with Astrid. It seems that Jiffy likes the sound of his own voice, right? What do you think he sings about at night? Well, this is something that... um, I have wondered about for many years with Jiffy, what what is he actually singing about? Because he does. In real life, he, he sings and sings all through the night. <laughs> he squawks at us. And I think he's singing about um, the things that are important to him. So in the book, he has a song about his mousy on a string, and he's wondering, you know, what exactly is a mousy on a string? They're kind of strange, these creatures. They they fly about the place, but they don't have any wings. Um, and he he sings about his toy dinosaur, his stuffed dinosaur that he's played with so much and loved so much and bitten so much that, that the stuffing is starting to come out. Um, I think he sings about all the things that have been going through his mind during the day that he wants his owners to know about as well. He just wants them to know. These are the these are the thoughts that have been going through my head and now I'm going to sing them to you even though it's the middle of the night. <laughs> what could be traumatic for Jiffy in your opinion? Well, Jiffy does get very upset if his dinner is late and there's a song in the book about that. Obviously, that's very important to him because he's made up this whole song about the day that Um, Mum was a bit late home from work and she was just a few minutes late giving him his dinner and he wants his fishy biscuits and he says that he can't remember lunch. It's been so long since lunch he can't even remember that meal and he's he's, he's not going to survive unless mum gets his fishy biscuits for him straight away. Um, So that was quite traumatic for Jiffy and also um, Meeting baby Alice was quite traumatic for him as well when when she came home for the first time 
He didn't know what was going on and that was a big, big change in his life um, when he realised that he might not be the favourite in the family anymore. In your book, there's not only the story about Jiffy, but there, but also a way to teach little children how to tell the time. How did you come up with this idea? Yes. Well, when I was thinking about... Um, the idea for the book, and I probably was thinking about the idea for the book one night when I was lying there awake at three in the morning while Jiffy was <laughs> singing to us at the top of his lungs. Um, you know, I was thinking about how he does that throughout the night at different times, and it just seemed to make sense to mention those times in the book. Um, so, you know, 9.30 and midnight and 4.15 or whatever the times are. Um, so it seemed to make sense to put a clock in the pictures um, to show those times uh, using a, a, a clock, an old-fashioned clock with hands, not a digital clock. Um, so I asked Astrid, the illustrator, if she could put a clock in each picture when, um, when the story mentions the time because I think um, it is a really useful way of um, teaching children how to read those clocks with the hands and, and hopefully it might be a bit fun for them um, to learn about about telling the time um, through reading about Jiffy and his songs. What are the messages in this book? Well, I think one of the most important messages in this book is that your family is still going to love you even if you're really annoying um, because even though the bees, Jiffy's family, get more and more tired throughout the night every time Jiffy wakes them up, and by morning they're absolutely exhausted, um, even though that happens, they don't um, punish Jiffy. You know, they don't, they don't say, you can't um, be inside anymore, go outside, get lost, we don't want to see you anymore. They still love Jiffy. They keep him in the house. Um, that's his home. And, um, yeah, for me, that was that was in the back of my mind when I was writing it. Um, because that's true in real life, too, that, that our cat, Jiffy, is really annoying. But we, we love him to bits. And we'd never dream of, you know, putting him outside at night or anything like that. Are you planning to write another children's book soon? Yes. Jiffy will be back for more adventures. Um, I have a few ideas. Um, one that I'm thinking about is um, Jiffy going around the neighbourhood and going from house to house and meeting the neighbours. Um, there was one time when Jiffy did go on an adventure on his own in real life and we didn't know where he'd gone and we were quite worried. Um, usually we don't let him outside unless we are with him and watching him because he is deaf and so it's dangerous for him um, to be around um, the road or around people's driveways because he can't hear the cars. So we always watch him um, if he goes outside. And this one particular day, he somehow managed to go off on his own and it was quite a few hours before um, we realised that he was <laughs> quite a way down the road at the neighbourhood, at, at the neighbour's house. 
and was um, making friends with their guinea pig that was in a cage. And he was very excited about um, Toffee the guinea pig. And um, I think I think maybe he thought Toffee looked a bit tasty, actually. So it's a good thing that Toffee was in the cage. So I thought I might write a book um, about Jiffy going off and um, and going from house to house and seeing who lives where. Where can it be found and purchased? Well, you can find um, Jiffy's Greatest Hits in most bookshops. It's out and about um, in lots of different places. And if you can't find it, you can always ask your local bookshop to order it for you. Because you know I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books. Yeah, it's pretty clear that I'm really cool. Because I'm reading, reading, it's what I like to do. Because I got that fiction that everyone chases. And all of these books take you so many places. I see those magazines, they making reading hot. They're great when time is short, and you can even swap. If you got books of Kindles, just raise them up. Because anything you read is perfect from the start until the stop. Yeah, Devon said she told me, don't worry about the Good read is like lots of books to read at night You know I won't be no close-minded blank-looking Barbie doll So if that's what you're into then go ahead and move along Because you know I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading I'm all about those books, about those books, hey I'm bringing reading back Go ahead and check out a gigantic stack Nah, I'm not joking I know you think it's smack But I'm here to tell you Every book is an adventure Makes you never wanna stop Yeah, Devon said she told me Don't worry about the size Before we finish, would you like to greet someone or say anything to our listeners? 
Well, I would love to say a big hello to my daughter, Alice, um, who's out there in real life, but who's also in Jiffy's Greatest Hits. Um, and I would love to say hello to Jiffy and the cats. Um, and also to all your listeners, um, and especially any listeners who are thinking they might want to have a go at writing a book. So I wish everyone a Merry Christmas and I wish lots of wonderful ideas for any new writers to be writing about. Thank you very much for coming to my show, Catherine. You have amazing talents and I wish you, you, I wish you and your family all the very best in your future. Thanks, Chloe, and the same to you. Thanks everyone for tuning in to Chloe Lily Seeking Talents. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure to catch up on any episodes you've missed on Plains FM or Apple Podcast. You can find us here at Plains FM 96.9 every Monday at 3.30pm and every Saturday at 9am. Why don't you share your talents with us too? Just call the radio office at www.plainsfm.org.nz. I can't wait to hear about everyone's amazing talents. Everyone have an amazing week. Till next time, bye.